In the last several days, uh, I've done this show multiple times. Stage lights on me. I've been outside in the sweltering heat of Dallas. And uh, I don't have any sweat tacos. None. Is that a common term? You say it all the time. You're the only person I've ever heard say it. Sweat tacos. Yeah, sure. What, sure. what are sweat tacos? Sweat tacos are, you know, when you have big rings under your other arms. And so, <laughs> like, like, you hold them up, it's a circle. But then when you put your arms down, <laughs> it's a taco. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it works. All right, I just yeah, never it heard it before. I don't have them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know how much you love tacos. Mm-hmm. I do love tacos. You love tacos. Don't ruin tacos. Don't. <laughs> Don't talk about sweat. <laughs> sweat tacos. Anyway, turn the faucets off in an unbelievable way. Try the one-of-a-kind sweat block wipes. Really, one-of-a-kind. You you wipe underneath your arms with these things one time, and you go a week without having any, I mean, no problem. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code Becca and save. Sweatblock.com. Megan Kelly on about Riley Gaines coming up in just a minute. An incredible story on that. Also, hey, who doesn't know Kamala Harris loves school buses, right? She loves them. Well, wait until you hear wait until you hear about the new school bus. It's self-driving. Oh yeah. We'll give you that here in just a second. In a good time. In a good time, where things are constantly in motion, you have to look around and find something steady that you can hold on to. Whenever you can lock prices in for things that you buy, for instance, uh, meat, you should. Uh, was anybody else shocked by the price of meat? If you had like a roast, a rib roast or something, I had a rib roast and I almost choked to death on the on the price. They handed it over the counter and I looked at the price and I went, what? What? It is mind boggling. Um, so here's what I suggest you do. You like meat, hamburger, your steaks, big juicy steaks. Uh, you like fish, chicken. Get them to lock in a price right now and you're not going to get that at the grocery store. Lock in your price with Good Ranchers. GoodRanchers.com. Tanya and I buy all of our steaks at Good Ranchers. Um, they're good. They're quality. They're from uh, from uh, the local markets and they'll lock in the price. That is so critical right now. GoodRanchers.com. American Meat Delivered. Use the promo code BECK when you subscribe. You're going to get all kinds of specials. $20 off your first box. Again, use the promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com. You know, another reason to use Good Ranchers is um, is this amazing story out today. And I'm kind of like, wait, I did I? Did anybody else know about this? I Because I haven't heard about this one. Um, we now have a uh, situation 
We now have a situation where um, your meat is going to have mRNA vaccines put into it. Now, I mean, I think this should be something we talk about. Is and that I mean, is it just is it just me? Gene editing is now official. Genetic editing of plants. Listen to this. That contain edible vaccines is underway. So with the plants, it's not like you're giving the cow a vaccine. Okay, the plants are giving you a vaccine. It's an edible vaccine. Work is being done now with bananas, potatoes, tomatoes, lettuce, rice, wheat, soybeans, and corn. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I mean, sure, man is God. Man is God. But I'd like man God to stay away from food on things like this. Or can we at least discuss it? Have you noticed we're not discussing things. We're fighting, but we're not discussing. And it seems like we're not fighting on the right things. You know what I mean? Uh, we're, we're, we're fighting over, he had the documents. Yeah, but there was nothing in them. Yeah, but he had the documents, so he should go to the electric chair. Yeah, but Joe Biden has them. Well, why shouldn't he go to the electric chair? Because he's Joe Biden, and he's great. Okay, we're fighting over that stuff. I don't know. I think there's a few things like, I don't know, war with China, war with Russia. Can we have a, can we just pause for a second? This is kind of like in the movie when you're watching a movie at home and, you know, somebody gets up to go to the bathroom or get some ice cream or something. You're like, can we pause this for a second? I got to get up. I'd like to pause everything in the United States for just a second because I think we should get up from the table and walk around and go, hang on. Do you guys understand the movie? Because I think I'm just starting to get it and it doesn't look like it's going to work out well. We are we're going down crazy roads. So anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Edible vaccines in food. Uh, Medicago's manufacturing facility looks like a nursery, but inside are plants where they're growing new kinds of vaccines. Ooh, the technology is called a virus like particle. Now, I don't know if these vaccines are you know, to stop us from having babies <laughs> or just COVID or I don't know, the flu. What are those vaccines? I'd, I'd really like to. OK, anyway, uh, gene editing is now officially in our meat industry as well. Lobbyists for the cattlemen and pork associations in several states have confirmed that they will now be using the mRNA COVID vaccines on their livestock. Oh, that's good. Now, this isn't the same thing, I think, as the plants. Again, I mean, edible vaccines. I mean, it's in potatoes and tomato. Cows and animals don't eat those things. We do. Uh, so I think when it says an edible vaccine, that's for us to get the vaccine. Isn't that the way you would read it, Stu? I mean, I assume that's what the story is about. I, th- I do think they make vaccines 
that are uh, that they give to animals. Oh yeah, they do. That are edible, right? Like yeah, that yeah, is something yeah. they do already. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're you're I mean, not all uh, animals, you know, cattle. Sometimes people are like, no vaccines, nothing in the animal. Um, and but those vaccines are given for the animal. And this sounds like in the cattle that it is a vaccine to get the cattle to not have COVID. But I, do we have cow respirators? I, I mean, do we have a big <laughs> is outbreak? Cow COVID a big issue? I have not. I, I've I don't not know. heard about cow COVID, uh, which is which is kind of weird. It's it's almost as if. The entire world stopped buying this vaccine, and Pfizer is like, how about the cows? <laughs> uh, I mean, of course, you know, I think every, maybe not everyone, but many cows get, like, it's typical that they get vaccines. You're not, you're not saying they shouldn't get any vaccine. No, no, you're no. saying you're worried about this particular I'm one, not anti-vax. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I am, I'm anti-vax on things like, hey, that one seems to be like not so well thought out. I think we should stop on that one. Maybe. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, again, can we pause the movie for just a second? Let's talk about that one. There's no laws currently requiring anyone to tell you that the food you're buying has been vaccinated with the spike protein. I love this. The spike protein clot shot. Well, that, love that's. That. That's not a it's not a news article framing. That is some yeah, no, it is no really it, yeah, clot yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I'll give you clots. <laughs> now that's something that boom a, right to your someone head. Who's not a big fan no, of the I vaccine know. might call it that. <laughs> I know. But, I, love uh, that. I love that. <laughs> um, these are precision bred organism. Another term for the gene edited. So now in the UK, food that has been gene edited can be legally marketed as non-GMO. <laughs> Now, I see, I have a problem. Look, if you want the mRNA, great, great. You want you want to have the clot shot? Go ahead. <laughs> no, that's a medical. Are you a doctor? No, no you are. Though. I am a doctor. You are a doctor. doctor. I'm shot. not. I'm not. Don't. Please don't. <sighs> He's always trying to get his propaganda. Mm-hmm. The non-clot no. propaganda. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, look, you want to have that? Fine. But you should have to disclose it. You should have to disclose, hey, we put mRNA stuff in this cow. And then we should probably study it. Does that do anything to us when we eat it? I just, I I don't, I'm kind of a stickler on genetic codes, you know? Now, of course, they would say no. uh, And you should, of course, be able to make your own decisions on what you eat. And and I would like to know that. Mm -hmm. I'd like to see the research. This time, it's not like. Oh, we're going to get that research to you right away. Uh, hang on. I left it left into my other coat. It's going to take me 75 years to get it. But I'll show you that research, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, maybe that's me. And can somebody on the staff maybe or even in the audience, because we're kind of busy, look into the edible vaccines from plants that Medicago is doing? That... Uh, Chicago is a bad company name. I don't know. Well, do, you, do you remember what it is? It's, right? It's just not it's a good. Chicago. It's Chicago <laughs> from Schmigadoon. Mm. So anyway, okay. um, there's like four people in the audience are like, right? Wow, good solid Apple TV yeah. reference. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, the, um, uh, the thing with this, Stu, see if this rings a bell. Mm-hmm. Uh 
it was it uh, Holden? Remember what was his name? Oh, uh, the the science advisor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Holdren. 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 Mm-hmm. John uh, Holdren. John. Remember Holdren. what John Holdren was suggesting? Yeah, he wrote a book about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he had all sorts of interesting sterilization uh, beliefs so that he would put right. sterilization in the food supply. Right. And then, of course, they denied it, and we were called conspiracy theorists for reading his book. Uh, but that was. <laughs> I mean, it was a weird conspiracy. I will yeah, say no one else is doing it. Yeah. So maybe it was a secret conspiracy right. to actually well, read it. Yeah, because they were like, that's a conspiracy. Nobody's actually seen that book. Right. And no, it you exists. Know, you no, can buy it. it. it I mean, he printed it and stuff, but I think nobody bought it, did they? Very few, at least yeah. recently. So uh, you should read it because this guy was the chief science advisor under uh, Obama I think he's in this administration as well, is he not? And the guy's been wrong about everything. And he talked about how can we uh, how can we take plants and make like corn that has a sterilant in it, and we'll just make all this corn and then we'll feed it to the you know populations that really should be thinking about not having more babies oh really john what what what, what population is that i wonder and their excuse was like well i never actually get it <laughs> yeah I nobody know, was advocating like, for it i don't know or at least he was considering it i mean it was like floated as an idea like I, one way we could do this is put in the water supply i, I mean, like, well i don't know so, i would never get to the point where i was like oh yeah we should definitely just throw it all in the water supply I mean, so people don't even know they're taking it if i said to you hey there's uh there's we, we've got to reduce the population. We've got to reduce the population. Do you ever go down the road of, well, we just do something and we don't tell anybody and that just permanently alters them? Yeah. Or, uh, you know what? I've got this idea. It's an old idea. I know. But uh, we tell everybody they're just going to take a shower and they'll be back in five minutes. I mean, you never get to that. You never get to that because there's. There, I don't know, there's something called ethics that right. these guys never seem to recognize. Like if we were like, let's order the execution of all male children who are two years or, un- or under in the vicinity of Bethlehem. Like you'd be like, wait a minute, wait. are you just... Cons- <laughs> Hold on! I, I understand. You're trying like, to get rid of the one, I, I but you want to kill like, all of Wait a minute, all... <laughs> like even if you're just like... Be putting that up on the board and just saying like, <laughs> yeah. hey, we got a, we got a, a menu of hey, options guys, here. One of them is kill no all kids wrong, under two. There are no bad ideas. <laughs> this is a safe zone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we want to kill baby Moses. Let's just dump all of the children into the crocodile yeah. uh, water. Let's see what happens. I mean, I mean, that's just one of the ideas. <laughs> another one would be like, hey, we didn't do that. Have you people seen Moses? <laughs> it's another option. But I'm just saying this right. one's on the board. That's all. <laughs> and that's just not a rational thing no, to put not. on the board. No, it's not. That was the problem. It was a, it was a it was not an indication that John Holdroom was going to come into office and immediately implement something like this. The idea was if that is your if you believe that that type of thing could even be theoretically constitutional, you should not be in any position of power. Uh, no, no, no. It's not that he had this thought. He published yeah, it in, in a, a book. book. It wasn't an off the top of his head thing. <laughs> right. I don't know. I guess some people might consider putting it in a yeah, water supply. Like, you know, your wife reads the galley before it's printed. Does your wife not go, hey, John, Johnny, 
John, I ah, I don't think you add one. that. <laughs> Maybe not put that. Let's say that one in our inside voice. No, it was just out there as like a real proposal. All right, let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, John Holdren could take care of those for you. I mean, mm. look, he can get you out of pain. I mean, just up on the board to shoot you in the head. But I, oh, that we're not going to do that necessarily. Just putting up there as an option. Another option is don't go to John Holdren and uh, maybe go to Relief Factor. They have this different idea. They have this idea that they can get natural herbs and spices, kind of like the Colonel. And uh, they they put four different in. He's got 12, sure, but these four are better than those 12, believe it or not. And they react with your body and they fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain. So would you please try this? I take it every day. It has worked wonders for me. Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. Uh, 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after more, month after month, and I'm one of them. Relieffactor.com or call 800, the number 4-RELIEF. 800-4-RELIEF or relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Yes. It's just a simple idea, you know. Here's here's another idea, according to the president. Now, uh, this has just been floated by the Washington Post. Um, there's a proposal out there, but if you don't like it, they're not going to do it. Oh, okay. okay. It's like the gas thing. You know, they sure, they were looking into banning gas stoves because somebody crazy said, hey, maybe we should do that. But they weren't going to do that. No. In fact, they're not. I mean, they are, but they're not telling you they're doing it now. Well, they are. So they just lied. Anyway, here's the EPA. EPA plans to issue uh, tough long-term tailpipe emission standards soon because they say we need to get electric to electric cars faster. Um. And so what's going to happen? Well, they're going to put these stringent, quote, stringent limits on auto tailpipe pollution. uh, So that way we can have two thirds of all new passenger vehicle sales will be electric by 2032. So that's exciting. Now, these are the toughest standards ever from the EPA. I don't know. I just broke out into a cold sweat. That's going to be good for the economy and you. The uh, toughest standards ever from the EPA. Um, It's threatening, according to the Washington Post, to uh, spark a fight with several automakers. Um, The people, the automakers are speaking on a condition of uh, of anonymity. They're like, I I didn't say that. What are you talking about? I love the government. Uh, EPA, we're best friends. I love that. Somebody else I know that kind of maybe looks like me or has a title like mine, but definitely not me. Don't say I said this. Say, help, dear God, help us. They're going to run us out of business. The battle could determine how quickly and cheaply Americans can purchase EVs uh, and grow what's now just a very, very, very small fraction of the country's auto market. Environmental groups see the audio emissions rule as enormously consequential. Oh, I, I bet it is. 
Transportation sector is the country's biggest source of planet warming gases, along with cows. But the most aggressive options in the EPA's proposal are so stringent that automakers, especially those slowest to adopt electric cars and trucks, will see it as more aggressive than what they can realistically meet. Now, let's just break that sentence down. Stu, help me out. You define, we'll see it as more aggressive than what they can realistically meet. What does that mean Hmm. to an automaker? (laughs) Uh, It seems to be financial ruin. Okay. Mm -mm. Do we have anything else we can put up on the board? Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, more aggressive than they can realistically meet. Uh, you are essentially, and they've done this before, implementing a new law without implementing a new law, right? Like you are banning gas-powered cars without having to go through the battle of ban- banning gas. Correct. Pow- it's just the cars. EPA. It is mm-hmm. the the unnamed, faceless bureaucrat that mm-hmm. you didn't elect. And if you want something changed, or we have to blame it on somebody, good luck. Who's to blame? You know, it's like the Pentagon last week, that amazing, amazing John Curry, uh, John Kirby interview or um, uh, op-ed where he was talking about uh, how we just we just did this new study on the end of Afghanistan. And it's it's all really positive. I didn't see any problems. And then when asked about it, he was like, well, I mean. It was good. And what do you want us to do with this? You, you Are you saying we should fire people? Well, yeah. Isn't that what that's for? No, this wasn't meant to show who's accountable. Yeah. Well, this is not about what? accountability. What are you what talking weird... about? <laughs> well, then what's that report for? Well, if you don't admit a mistake, what are you going to hold people accountable for? It's amazing. But that's the way a government that is run by administrators works. There is no one accountable. There is no one that you can ever get to and say, that person is the decision maker. That person is the one in charge. That's the person we either fire or we vote them out. Well, you can't vote them out because they're on the government payroll and you don't know who they are. More in just a second. Megan Kelly joins us next. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, here's what I would really like you to do today. If you are struggling at all, which I think everybody is, if you are struggling and you own your house, I want you just to consider taking out a consolidation loan. What that means is you're going to get rid of all of your high interest credit card debt that is over 20 percent 21 22 percent now that that's insanity that's almost loan shark numbers um and you're going to take years to pay that off so may i suggest you look at the equity in your home while your home still has equity and you go to american financing and you use that equity to maybe pay all of those things off so you're paying a five percent interest rate instead of 20 and you'll be able to delay up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days 
That's going to help a lot on breathing room. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. Call them now, 800-906-2440. And you can save 20 bucks off Blaze TV right now by using the code STANDUP at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. There's a lot going on. Um, what happened uh, to Riley Gaines that we found out about Friday is just abhorrent. Um, I think we're seeing the birth of a new civil rights leader if she has the stamina uh, to take it. I mean, she is under attack. Megan Kelly joins us now uh, to talk about Riley Gaines and what happened uh, at the university after she spoke. She was attacked she says assaulted. Uh, I haven't seen the video of that, but I believe her. Uh, and she was kidnapped and held in a room. She wasn't allowed to leave. Um, welcome, Megan Kelly. How are you? Hi, Glenn. I'm good. I haven't felt so outraged about a story as I did just over the whole Friday news cycle. Yep. The thing that happened down in Tennessee, the thing that happened to Riley Gaines, the Bud Light and Oil of Olay with Dylan Mulvaney. I really I, I felt like you. I spent the weekend thinking about what can I do? What can I personally set up in a 501c3 or something to help these embattled women who are fighting like Riley Gaines, who needs security, who needs to sue these people? Like, there has to be something more we can do. I have to tell you, Megan, I, I don't understand why women are not more upset. First of all, the Dylan Mc, McIlvaney thing. It's just a mockery of women. Um, and it, it truly is woman face. You know, they, they say black face when you, a white person dons the. This is woman face. It's, it's mocking. It's minstrelsy. This is not someone who is gender confused, has gender dysphoria, and is, wants to lead a, a life as a woman. This is someone who's looking for attention and, and is making a joke out of womankind. I do have to tell you, I all I, I lost track because I thought of a menstrual show, uh, an old time menstrual show, which <laughs> menstrual, but menstrual works too. <laughs> um, so um, let's let's go back to Riley Gaines here for a second. What happened to the police there? I mean, there's there was no real pushback, and the university comes out and you know thanks the students who uh, participated peacefully in the event and and mentioned their bravery the only one that was brave there was riley that's not brave to be in a mob no this this has not been a great year for law enforcement in and around the city of san francisco first we had the paul pelosi debacle where the 911 operator was out to lunch like gee okay bye you okay you're looking for capitol hill police okay bye and the, the guy's under attack and five times has to be like, well, wait. Uh, and then they basically let him get attacked before they win it. So that's number one in San Fran with the law enforcement out there. Now we see these campus cops there letting the victim be further victimized as they try to appease the mob. Perhaps they've forgotten the very point of their job. And that statement by the disgusting university was about the was that that was the most important thing I've seen since the University of Pennsylvania telling the female swimmers they needed therapy if they mm-hmm. objected to Leah Thomas mm-hmm. swimming in the pool. Can I just go back to what was Riley Gaines's sin? Is she uh, Matt Walsh? 
who I love. <laughs> like, is she a Matt Walsh? No, she's not a Matt Walsh. Riley Gaines is not saying we don't indulge in the trans fantasy at all. Riley Gaines swam against Leah Thomas. She's the one who came in tied with Leah Thomas in the NCAA tournament, the finals, and was given no trophy because they wanted a picture of Leah holding the trophy, a man, uh, not Riley Gaines, an actual woman. And Riley Gaines got a little upset about the way she was treated and the fact that she was forced to, to compete against a guy who'd been in the 500s as a man and now was taking national titles as a woman. And she's spoken out about that piece of the trans movement. That's what got her assaulted, shouted down like she was Hitler incarnate. If you can't talk about that, we're done. If you can't defend her right to speak up about that, we're done. Women's rights are over. And Joe Biden has responsibility in this. His administration is actively working to curtail women's rights right now. And these far left activists, half of whom may or may not have a foot in the trans camp, and the other half are just far leftists Mm -hmm. who want to agitate, who Mm -hmm. hate reason, who are unattractive, unhappy people who are just glomming on onto any upset. I'm sorry, it's not nice, but why are they all homely? I mean, to a person, Glenn, <laughs> there's something going on. <laughs> so, so Megan, I mean, in the age of Me Too, Riley has said, you know, I'm in a locker room, I turn around, and this guy, you know, has his junk hanging out, and and he's just staring at me, and I'm very uncomfortable. How is this not a Me Too thing? Oh, because the media won't do its homework or do any bold reporting, which is required in these situations. The Daily Wire actually ran an in-depth report on Leah Thomas, and I've kept waiting for a Leah Thomas denial, for a Leah Thomas lawsuit, I've reported what they reported, citing them and said, I, too, will print a denial if Leah Thomas wants to issue one. I'm more than open minded to hearing that the report is incorrect. Hasn't happened. What is the what is the report on online? Leah Thomas goes by Leah Thomas with a different spelling and has repeatedly liked, approved of, reposted uh, posts that support something called autogynephilia. Leah Thomas is a man who is into, who is sexually into getting off by dressing like a woman. That's not gender dysphoria. That's a, that's a fetish. It's, a, it's kink. That's what Bill Thomas, which is Leah's actual name, is into. He gets an erection when he dresses like a woman. And that is what they subjected the actual women on the UPenn swim team to. And when they said, this man is freaking us out and beating us, which is unfair, they were the ones told to get therapy. That's Leah Thomas. That's what Riley Gaines is out there saying, hey, this was not cool. And getting shouted down like, she's the freak instead of Thomas. What does it say to you that Finland, Sweden, Great Britain, France, they're all going exactly the opposite way that we are going um, when it comes to uh, children and their sexuality and, uh, you know, transgenderism. 
They're saying that what we're doing is wildly dangerous, and we are now doubling down, it seems, on all of it. What, what, what? We've been captured. We, we've been captured more so than those other countries by the disease that is wokeism. And it's tearing us apart at, at the fabric of, of who we are. And there's so few people over here willing to fight back. It's like J.K. Rowling came out and pushed back against some of the yeah. basic things that were happening. Again, J.K. Rowling's not Matt Walsh either. In fact, she and Matt Walsh have fought online because she thinks he's gone too far. But they treat her like she's a Matt Walsh. Again, I like Matt and I loved what is a woman. Um, but there are so few who want to fight because they see what happened to J.K. Rowling. And they see how rabid these crowds are because of the deep unhappiness pervading their lives here in a very large country. And they don't want to be the next example of it. One of the reasons why the women on the UPenn swim team did not speak out publicly, a few spoke out anonymously. And keep in mind, Riley Gaines was not on UPenn. She was, I think, Kentucky. Um, is they, they said in their anonymous interviews, we won't get hired. This isn't even about swimming. We're not going to get hired in jobs in the real world if we put our names on these objections. That's how far left our corporations have gone in America, our colleges have gone, to the point where women will sacrifice their own rights, the rights of their daughters, in the name of political correctness or wokeness or not upsetting anybody. And the, what the Biden administration is doing right now to add to it is absolutely disgraceful. So why isn't this viewed as a civil rights movement um, and... You know, where are the the pastors and priests that are really the ones that usually fill a hole like this? I mean, Riley, she I mean, she's just a normal person. She's a kid and she's doing this all because she just believes it. Her security alone would be something that would stop most people from joining her. And I think all of these uh, all these demonstrations to invoke fear, not to stop her, but anyone else who wants to step out of line. Where, where is the beginning of a, of a movement? And I guess that's maybe where you started, you were thinking, this weekend. Yeah. You know, I really did think on Friday, this could be an inflection point, what happened to her in this whole battle. I mean, this could be the thing that finally leads the women and men to stand up and say, we're done. And I think about my own role in this whole thing, Glenn, a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I think about how when this all got started, you know, I, I have a transgender person in my family by marriage, not my own marriage. Um, and I mean, this person went full bore, the surgery, all of it. And it was deeply traumatic on those around that person in the, in the immediate family. And right. But I had sympathy for them because they went through it at a time when there was no support for this. They had to go to Canada to get all the surgeries. And I remember saying, you know, don't bully, be loving, be kind. You don't understand. This is still the one group that people feel comfortable teasing and bullying, and it's wrong. And I, I don't think I was wrong to say that. But when I went to NBC, I did segments on how children were struggling with this. And per perhaps there was a lean to help that. I regret that. I regret that. I did not see where that was going to take us. Tolerance, and I think an innate ability amongst most Americans to live and let live, be kind, be supportive, try not to judge, understand some people have mental frailties, has 
been abused oh, yeah. and has now morphed into the abuse of children by a system at every turn and the, the dishonest posing as a trans person by people who have other mental disorders and, and worm their way into women's spaces, taking advantage of that need to be kind, of that innate instinct to be empathetic. And it's, it's time to say, I'm putting my empathy in the back seat. I'm fighting for what's right. And if somebody who's claiming to have this mental disorder is offended, too bad. Up until about two minutes ago, it was recognized as a mental disorder by the, the psychiatry um, experts in America. It's only now that you're not allowed to say that. Well, nothing changed right. other than right. So I think we have, not, we have no choice but to call out these people as disturbed, the glommers who don't even have gender dysphoria, who just want to feel special and come into our locker rooms and our swimming lanes, uh, et cetera, need to be called out. Dylan Mulvaney and all of the brands sponsoring him need to be called out. And I use that pronoun him intentionally. I, I have no problem, Glenn, with somebody who has genuine gender dysphoria, has switched over into the other gender, like a Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Wants to relatively quietly live their yep. life in my lane. Yep. Okay? I really, Caitlyn Jenner's not a woman. Caitlyn Jenner's a trans woman. There's a difference, and yep. it, it matters. I'm happy to call Caitlyn Jenner her. These other posers who, you know, as we're back to the minstrelsy or menstrualcy, no, hmm. I'm not using my pronoun on you. And I'm not allowing my children to be asked their pronouns in class like gender is something you can order off of a Chinese menu. Bit by bit, we need to find our courage and re- return to the biological understandings that we've had since the beginning of time. Megan, it is always good to talk to you. Thank you so much. If you haven't heard the Megan Kelly show, it follows uh, this program on XM Sirius, and uh, she's wonderful and always has great guests. Uh, the Megan Kelly Show on XM Sirius or wherever you get your podcast. Megan, thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. You Great bet. to talk to you. Talk to you again. So your mechanic would like you to know he really appreciates everything you've done for him, sending his kids to college like that. Uh, you know, a couple of extra payments on his mortgage. That's been nice. It's been nice. He's going on vacation uh, this uh, this summer, <clears throat> you know, just based on What's coming with your car? Don't worry about it. I wouldn't worry about it. Check engine light will come on. It's no big deal, except it always is. Um, this is why I have CarShield. CarShield has affordable protection plans. This is medical insurance, catastrophic medical insurance for your car. You know, if you, if you have a cold, you pay the doctor for the cold. You have cancer or something that is really expensive to treat, ah, hello, I'd like my medical insurance to kick in. And that's what CarShield is. You have some chips going down, something big. They now cover more parts than ever before. And when it's time for those costly repair, they're there. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. CarShield.com. Go to CarShield.com slash back and save carshield.com slash back, or you can call them at 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. carshield.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program.
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. It is amazing sitting here talking about the difference. You know, the left is supposed to be the ones that understand the civil rights movement, and uh, they don't. Uh, they've become the ones with the dogs and the fire hydrants. They're the ones who are telling you, you don't know, you don't fit in here. So you won't work unless we tell you you can work. You're going to enter another door. You're going to sit in the back of the bus. Um, wait, what? We're just talking about diversity. That's all we're talking about. One with skin color. And now this one is just diversity of thought. There, there's no diversity at all on their side. You, you can't even disagree within the framework. It's you, this is the way it is, and it's constantly changing, and they will crucify anybody who stands up against it. It's, we need to grow a spine and grow some courage. We need to do it quickly. Where are our pastors? Where are the community leaders that will shape and stand up and teach people how to be peaceful and yet stand up? For what is true and what is right. Where are the churches? The Glenn Beck Program.